Hey, welcome to the Moral Marriage Podcast. And guys, if you're getting true value, you're inspired, hopefully with faith and not hope, because we came back from the depths of hell and we want to show you a better way. Please download, save, share this podcast so we can inspire at least one more person with every episode and disrupt divorce. Guys, I want to talk about a heavy, heavy one. We're going to talk about why peace is so important in the home. Stop trying to lead and make decisions all the time. You should not be proud if you raised your voice and screamed at them. No matter what. No matter what. I'm Cass. I'm Catherine. Why am I allowing him to do this in front of our children? Why am I allowing this to happen at all? You don't get to say whatever you want to a man and push him to the point where he snaps. I might have been a really bad man the other day, but today I went out of my way to be a good man and she thanked me for it that you always want to act in the direction you want to go. So he is just a paycheck. What about his needs? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. Catherine took a big deep breath when I told her the title. Suicide, murder, and self-harm. Now, I personally don't have a lot of experience with murder. That's going to be a quick one. Um, <laughs> but um, let's talk about suicide real quick. And then we can tie that into self-harm. You know, I did a reel earlier, I filmed Honey, and it was like, you know, I, talk, I I tried to be as real as I could because it's a long time ago and I'm such, excuse me, such a, I'm in such a different mindset. But I remember some of the terrible experiences that we had. I remember some of the days of just being lonely. Certainly the alcohol did not help, folks. If you feel like any of these topics today we discuss are an issue, lose the substances, for goodness sakes. Get some help if you need it, you know, reach out. Uh, but I remember so many times just thinking, well, if I just swerve that semi truck, that's a big truck this time. If I just lean into the steering wheel, if I just shut, shut my eyes for a moment, see what happens, you know, thinking about like life insurance, would it cover them? How far would it go after the mortgage? Not enough for the mortgage, whatever, you know, these are real thoughts that a lot of people, I'm not going to say many, I think people have, I, I, I guess I, my men do, I don't know about your women. This thing with self-harm? Um, when it comes up for my women, the women that I work with specifically, most of them don't struggle with suicidal tendencies, mm-hmm. but they are married to men that do. And I think that it's heartbreaking because I work with some very confident, strong women who love their husbands mm-hmm. so much and their husbands are struggling internally so much. And I think the, the good thing about where we are in today's world is that men's mental health is it's bubbling up to the surface. So men don't have to hide it anymore. So Mm -hmm. if they're feeling this way, they can speak about it without having to feel any shame. At least we're starting to get to that point where Mm -hmm. men can, can talk about it openly. But I would say with my women, no, it's not something that comes up, but it does come up regularly with with their husbands who are struggling, which is so heartbreaking. And it is heartbreaking. And I don't want to scare everybody, you know, thousands of men. I I think I'm going to say just, if I was guessing like 20, men openly you saved my life and there's enough of men that are close that i think we hear more about it i do often get calls where it's like or text from the website where i have to like jump on it whoa are we good bud you know you see me like i gotta go somebody's talking about ending their life you know and like it's a i'm not a suicide hotline by the way please guys it's better to call somebody more closer to you i think would be better for that but um the work that I do that helps man with it is because the overall picture of life changes. Right. And so that just naturally goes away. A lot of this guilt and shame that they feel, for example, go away, but self-harm is, uh, sorry, suicide is not 
like the biggest part. I would think that it's more into the mental health is affected. And guys, we can talk about that whole another episode. There's a, it's obviously big. I'm not making enough money. Providing is not great. I lost my job. That's all part of it. Sexual. I don't feel good. Like there's all kinds. We can get that another day, but I think there's a lot more to do with self-harm when it comes to just actually creating more of the life that you hate trying to cope or trying to withdraw because you don't learn the skills. So I would say it's withdrawing. If you don't get off your butt, learn to grow, get some skills and change your life. You know, in the reel that I made that I filmed today, that's what I say is like, I know that if I was responsible for all the choices that led me to where I wanted to potentially end my life or potentially run from my life. Okay. That was more predominant. Not like I was really going to try to kill myself. I don't think, um, you know, certainly was drinking myself to death though. You know, um, I think that, uh, what I realized was if I was responsible for all those choices that could end my life, then I was certainly fucking responsible for all the choices that could make me want to live my life. And that's what we did. Right. So let's lighten this a little bit though. Let's lighten this a little yeah, bit. Cause yeah, there's, this is so heavy. there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, I, it's funny now, you know, um, I know that I wouldn't think about you dead like, <laughs> ever. Oh my gosh. Um, even though it seems like I could have been like the murderous kind of guy back then, you know, um, I would never think of that, but I remember thinking a lot of like, you know, what if you were gone? You know, what if there was a car accident? Not me taking care of the brakes, but like, oh my goodness, you know, but I remember, well, I, I know that it comes up, mm-hmm. you know, and I think it's, it's a really weird topic because nobody wants to say that, you know, especially the other way around. One of my guys at one point uh, intercepted a text message. I don't know if he was snooping on her phone because there wasn't a fair thing going on or uh, if it just popped on the iPad, whatever. But he saw a text message, wife to friend saying how they were planning to poison. Like this is a, th- I don't know if it's a thing thing, but it's certainly something you thought about. I think, yeah, this is man, this is a tough thing to talk about because people do get murdered and that's why this is so heavy. Um, I just want to touch on domestic violence for a second before we go into. I just realized that we never lightened it. Like I said, no, we didn't. And I don't think we can lighten this, but we work with situations where domestic violence is present. Cass will work with any type of man because he, he wants to help anybody. I will not. And I, and I was just, <clears throat> That doesn't come, by the way, most of the people as bad as me aren't coming forward for help yet. And and he wasn't physically, there was no domestic violence in that way. But when I speak to women, I evaluate their their situation to see if it's characterological or situational. When it's situational, it happens because both parties are antagonizing each other. And one of them, whether it's the man or the woman, gets, loses their cool and might slap, push, whatever it is. It doesn't justify it, but both parties are guilty. It's kind of like the last episode, problem one, problem two. Yeah. Characterological domestic violence. I don't work with characterological domestic violence is very, very dangerous. And when you see on the news that one spouse murdered their other spouse, it's usually after multiple bouts of characterological domestic violence. It does happen. It's scary as shit. It's, it's so, it's so heavy. But so before I go into what he was going to say, when we were, when he was really emotionally abusive and narcissistically abusive, I used to think to myself, what if, I felt stuck in my situation and I, and I thought, you know, what if I poisoned him, you know, 
I never would have done it, but the thoughts creep in. You have to send those thoughts out because I didn't want to be thinking those things. But, you know, he's he drank so much and he finally passed out. Like, what if I just put a pillow <laughs> on his face? I shouldn't and, laugh, but it's funny now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, hopefully that lightened it. I don't know. This is a really, this is such a heavy I just, episode. The, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is simple. It's whether you're on either side of the fence with this. I, it's all it's all harm, self-harm. It's what I want you to look at it like. Obviously, you're doing nobody any good if we end our life. I know that's not just like, oh, cool, let's just, you know, if you're down that path. But you do. You do have options. And I don't even mean go, go get on the phone with somebody. I mean, like, literally the men's lives that I've changed from really getting their shit together, their whole life, the joy that you create changes everything. If you think it's as, as bad as it could be where you want to end it, it's no different than even in my highest of highs that were still super low back in the day. It, like the, nothing compares to the joy, the feelings of love, the, the passion, the excitement, the laughter, the, just everything that we have now, you know? And so I want to encourage you to find whatever that is for you that would fill in all those pieces. And especially if, you know, we're not talking about the abuse type side of things here now, especially if though it's just like you're you're just fucking lonely. Like honestly, you can change the trajectory of everything. We've seen it over and over and over again. Uh, if you are thinking about killing your spouse, please go call the police and turn yourself in. I think oh that gosh. would be good. Um, obviously, you know that's not something that I'm equipped for. You know, personally, not that I've ever been asked, nor probably would. But I mean. I fucking try, but I don't want to be late is the problem. You know what I mean? That's a different one. Yeah. Um, get help. What he's trying to yeah. say is get help. So nobody wants to talk about it, but if you are thinking about harming yourself, get help, reach out. If you're thinking about harming someone else because they're abusive or maybe you're the abusive one, please get help because you, there's no coming back from this stuff. And like, then, this is literally life or death. That's that's something that before we would like to touch on is like the amount of men that I know that have hurt, you know, in the last episode, we talked about George, who was crying and crying and crying. Now, he didn't hurt his wife the way that, you know, that we were thinking here when we talk about hurting, right? But, um, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. If you're hurt and you're feeling bad and ashamed, so you're, you're feeling that hurt, that guilt, that pressure, it doesn't really matter what you did or did not do. If you feel that, that's what's going on. That's, that's making you want to do something about it. And so... We have to overcome that. You know, I don't, I mean, you could go to therapists. I just think it's too fucking late. Like it's too, it's way too slow if you're already feeling like that, as far as I'm concerned. You know, you want to change your life drastically if you have any of these sort of harm ideas in your head. You want to change your, your, your life radically and rapidly. And that's what I would encourage you to do. That's not a phone call with somebody. That's not, you know, a session every week or two. It's just not. You need to just start making some choices, it's making some different daily rituals, some different. I don't care if you have to lift and pour some sugar every 24 hours a day. That would be awesome. But, because because that's a good song to dance to. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> dance. dance. <laughs> you guys do the math. Um, so whatever it is that you need to do, change everything radically because and I, I promise you it's so much more worth it on the other side. When you have removed all those negative feelings, it's so fucking worth it. Okay. All right, guys. See you next time. Bye.